0: The idea of putting in place and simply taking actions just like you would for your business, one foot in front of the other, thinking about what you have to gain as you go through this process is much more empowering because it doesn't have to be hard. And when you rest assured that you've put in the effort, results will follow.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different from what you're probably used to. I'm not going to talk about how to build an email list. I'm not going to get into the ins and outs of creating a digital course. I'm not going to talk about how to do webinars and boot camps and everything in between. Even though That kind of stuff is my jam, and I think it's incredibly important to help you grow a thriving online business. I have something that's even more important than all of that. So today, we are diving into how entrepreneurs like you and me can prioritize our health and wellness, especially in our most busy seasons. But specifically, we're going to be touching on the importance of building muscle and how that has a direct influence on our professional performance. Now, this is a topic we've never talked about here on the show. So why am I bringing someone on? Yeah, I'm bringing a doctor on today to talk about building muscle. Well, the thing is, the more I've learned about the power of muscle in your body and why it's so important for your brain health and your overall health, And because I have experienced firsthand how it makes me more efficient, helps me focus more, helps me just be a better business owner, I thought, we got to talk about this on the show because I can teach you strategy after strategy after strategy as it relates to online marketing. But if your health is not in check, if you're not making you, your physical health and your mental health a priority, then all the strategies in the world won't matter. And so I wanted to bring on somebody that is an expert in this area. So let me back up a little bit. A few months ago, I went to a little mini friends mastermind. It's all the girls that I knew and have known for a long time. And we were in Laguna Beach, California. And my friend, Jen Gottlieb, was there and she brought somebody that none of us knew. Her name was Gabriel or is Gabrielle Lyon, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon. And we all fell in love with her instantly. She's not only just a really cool woman, but she knows her stuff and her style of teaching what she knows, especially as it relates to building muscle and anti-aging and overall health. She just blew our minds and we just like couldn't get enough of her. And then I found out that she had written a book called Forever Strong, and everything she was teaching us at that mastermind is in this book, I thought, she's got to come on the show. Let's talk about this. Because the truth is, if you are an OG, if you've been following me for many, many years, you've seen my weight go up, you've seen my weight go down. You've seen it go back up embarrassingly, and you've seen it go back down. I've always struggled with my weight. But just over the last year and a half, one thing that I've prioritized that I've never prioritized before... Actually, I shouldn't even say a year and a half, probably the last really six months is building muscle. Now, I really started it because I'm vain. I'm getting older and I lost a lot of weight again and I just felt yuck. Like I didn't have a lot of energy. I felt flabby even though I had lost this weight. I had lost so much muscle in the process and I just didn't have a lot of energy. And so I started to work with a trainer. I started to work with a nutritionist. And even though I had already lost a bunch of weight, what was identified is that I wasn't eating enough protein. And so, I mean, I'm getting a little more personal here than I had planned, but in my mind, I thought if I eat more protein, I'm going to gain more weight. For someone that's always had a weight issue, you're always thinking about gaining or losing weight. It's a sad fact, but it's true. So I thought this nutritionist told me, I want you having at least 100 grams or more of protein a day. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm going to gain a bunch of weight. But because I'm vain, I had lost a lot of hair in my weight loss journey. And because I wasn't eating a lot of protein, and I probably just wasn't eating enough to be quite honest, and my hair started falling out like at record pace, and it freaked me out. And again, I didn't have a lot of energy. And here I was, I had lost a bunch of weight. I thought I'd feel great and energetic and ready to take on the world and I wasn't feeling great. And so I upped my protein and I started working out with a trainer doing heavier weights than I've ever done in my life three days a week. If you follow me on Instagram, sometimes I post in my home gym with my trainer and that's the kind of stuff we're doing, lifting weights and all this other stuff. So it's become a big part of my life over, like I said, probably the last six months of where I've really gotten serious about it. So when I met Gabrielle, I was already sold on the idea, but I just wanted to know more. And so she's been so incredibly helpful to me, and she's really helped me understand how important building muscle is to the success of my business. Yes, I'm tying it there. She's going to explain how it's tied, but Just pay attention because I think you're going to find so much value in how she explains the importance of building muscle, eating protein, working out with weights, and how that can affect how you do business. And let's be honest, most of us who are building a business online, our health and wellness, for most of us, I don't think all of us, it falls to the bottom of the list. We're trying to make money. We're trying to build our business. We're trying to make an impact. We're trying to figure it all out. Plus, we've got families to take care of and lives to lead. And where the heck do you even find time to focus on your nutrition or your health? It's literally been the story of my life forever. So I get that, but I really want that to change for you and for me. I think it's that important. So I'm going to welcome on the show Dr. Gabrielle Lyon and she is a functional medicine practitioner, board certified in family medicine, and the founder of the Institute for Muscle Centric Medicine. She is also a nationally recognized speaker and media contributor, specializing in brain and thyroid health, lean body mass support, and longevity. The cool thing is that she works with several high performing entrepreneurs. And someone that I absolutely love is Ed Milet, and he's very public about working with Dr. Lyon and a lot of my other friends as well. So I have firsthand proof of how good she is. And she's going to shed some light on what an unhealthy lifestyle for an entrepreneur can look like and how we can curb these choices to not only improve our health, but also improve our performance at work. So if you're feeling a little intimidated, don't worry. We're taking baby steps here. It's the baby steps that we take that turn into giant leaps if we stick to it. So we're starting off simple here, and you're going to walk away with so much value. All right, my friend, if you're ready to learn how to optimize your health and you want to dive in a little bit deeper, I am so very honored to welcome Dr. Gabrielle Lyon to the show. Well, hey there, Dr. Lyon. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I have been looking forward to this. I had mentioned in the intro that you and I got to spend some time together in Laguna Beach and I was just enamored with everything you had to share with us. And I thought, you've got to come on the show. We got to talk about all this stuff. So are you ready to dive in? I'm ready. Yes, ma'am. Perfect. So for my listeners who might not know you yet,
0: tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah. So obviously my name is Dr. Gabrielle Lyon and I'm a physician which I have been actually a practicing physician since 2006, believe it or not. So I've been doing this for quite some time. But what's so interesting is that as a physician, my background is in nutritional sciences, nutritional sciences, geriatrics, and obesity medicine. Now your listeners are probably thinking, well, how is that relevant to me? Well, throughout practice, what I ultimately ended up landing on is really taking care of people that change the world. Mm -hmm. And really, that demographic is innovators, mavericks, entrepreneurs. And really, I think that that is your audience. So I'm very excited to help them get the best out of themselves.
1: Oh, absolutely. You are perfect for that. I mean, you're actually not even doing yourself justice. Talk a little (laughs) bit about like some of the people that you work with, like the caliber of the people that
0: you've worked with.
1: And the fact that you have been doing this for a
0: while in terms of
1: the entrepreneur space as well.
0: Yes. Well, uh, my husband is a, a former Navy SEAL, and a lot of my work is with special operations. Yes. So, a portion of my practice are they are all elite warfighters. And so cool. Uh, yeah, very cool. It's, <laughs> yeah. What, what is really translatable is this idea that we can all learn from people operating at the highest level. Yes. And how do we translate not just their mindset, but also their daily habits? and the things to avoid for health and wellness, right? How do we become the best version of oneself? And uh, so from the elite warfighter to really some of the most famous entrepreneurs and Olympic athletes and, again, movers and shakers and people that really, really move the needle.
1: Yes, fantastic. Okay, so a lot of your clients are entrepreneurs. A lot of my clients are entrepreneurs. So what is the archetype of a person who is an entrepreneur? Are you ready for this? I'm
0: ready. Long hours. Yes. Late nights, early mornings, predictable crashes and burns over Mm -hmm. periods of time. And it's very fascinating. The archetype of an entrepreneur probably defines everybody who is listening. They oftentimes put themselves last. And they are hyper focused. So they are very good at executing as it relates to the job and very low at executing when it relates to health and wellness because they'll do it later or they won't get up. They will just continue to work very long hours. And then what ultimately happens is they go through these cycles of pushing hard and then predictably crashing and burning. Mm -hmm. And we can really avoid that because. The, the key to, I believe, successful entrepreneurship is sustainability and being able to do it over the long haul.
1: Yes. Okay. So tell me this. For the entrepreneur who does not prioritize their physical and mental health, who might be sleep deprived, working all hours of the day, grabbing the fastest and easiest food options, or even skipping meals, what's the predictable
0: health outcome for them? mean, that is such a great question. The predictable health outcome is a really poor aging trajectory. Mm. And what is so amazing about that is that it is avoidable. These ideas of illnesses, so there's this idea that as we age, we have to get what we see as sarcopenic. And we've seen our parents do it, either get frail and tiny or have diabetes Alzheimer's disease, cardiovascular disease, but really even midlife with issues with weight gain and Mm -hmm. massive fatigue and low levels of inflammation and issues with thyroid and hormones, you name it, these precede the decline later on. And if an entrepreneur intercepts this early on, they'll be able to change not just the trajectory of their life, but most importantly, because that's probably what your listeners are, are here for, is the trajectory of their business. I will tell you this. The success of an entrepreneur has one common denominator, and that is their health. They cannot go above their health. When they're younger, kind of a rookie entrepreneur, they're able to push extremely hard, but that comes at a cost. But over time, the most successful entrepreneurs that I have seen, which, you know, we have a mutual friend, Amilet, he's been a longtime patient, Pedros Skullian, these guys that we all know, they have very specific habits that they translate over. They're able to take their entrepreneurship and actually translate it over to their health.
1: Mm, I, I see it every single day. It's, it's You know, my health journey has been pretty rocky, ups and downs for many, many years, But when I'm not focused on my health and mental health too, I love that you talk about physical health and mental health. And when it's not a priority, everything seems hard in my business, everything. And when things don't go right, they're like 10 times worse than they should be because I'm not in a physical great space or a mental great space. So I've learned over the years that if I can keep my health in check, if I really make it a priority, it's easier to grow my business. And just by saying that, I hope some ears have perked up as they're listening to this episode, because we're going to get into some solutions. Because your new book highlights a recent discovery that the answer to preventing a lot of conditions that come with aging, such as diabetes, dementia, Alzheimer's, is to build muscle. So I want to
0: dive into this deeper. Like, can you tell us about the power of muscle building? Yeah. And I know that this is typically spoken about in gyms or people are yeah. being jacked and tan and maybe wearing <laughs> skinny tanks. And it's really gotten a bad rap, which is so fascinating. This idea that skeletal muscle is really just for the meathead. Yeah. But actually, skeletal muscle is your body's largest organ. It's an organ system. And it really dictates nearly everything about how you age and how you perform, even cognitively, which is incredible. And I'm going to lay it out in very simple terms. Skeletal muscle is your metabolic sink. What does that mean? That means that the food that you eat, the carbohydrates that you may eat, skeletal muscle, that's the place where you store it. The healthier your skeletal muscle is, the more of a suitcase you have to be able to store these carbohydrates, this blood glucose, get it out of the bloodstream into the cells. Now, why do people care about this? We've all heard about diabetes, and that's this idea of elevated levels of blood glucose over time. Well, that's also very toxic to the brain, and the entrepreneur needs to be sharp. And we've all experienced ebbs and flows of energy, ebbs and flows of blood sugar, And over time, if you really don't manage your blood sugar well, you will have cognitive effects. And that becomes really important to understand that when you think about blood sugar regulation, you have to think about skeletal muscle first. I know you're
1: focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products, and I want to talk about Shopify. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. We've never talked about this on the podcast before.
0: I'm very excited.
1: Right? So if you're telling us that skeletal muscle is incredibly important, my next question is going to be, How? What do we need to do? What do we need to build muscle, especially if some of
0: my listeners are brand new to this? Yeah. And I think a lot of people are because, again, skeletal muscle has kind of been pigeonholed into this bro science space, but it's so much more than that. So we talk about this. I, I want to sell them on skeletal muscle a little bit more first. Fair? Okay, good. Please do. Okay. I'm going to sell you guys on skeletal muscle because if I just tell you, you have to exercise to build skeletal muscle, here's what you're going to say. Gabrielle and Amy, I have heard that a million times. Yeah. So here comes my sales pitch on skeletal muscle. Bring it on! No, okay, let's go. So by the end, I'm going to convince you that you and I we're going to have a we're going to be a training together. Which, by the way, I, I tried to get you to go with me in October, but I know. unfortunately, I wasn't available. But also in the back of my mind, I was terrified. <laughs> Working out with you scares me, but like in the best way. We we've got this. We got this. So again, glucose disposal. We care about blood sugar regulation, prevention of disease. That's one aspect, but that's not enough for the listener. Number two, are you ready for this? As an endocrine organ, when you contract skeletal muscle, it secretes hormones called myokines. Okay. That's interesting. What do myokines do? Myokines impact brain function, they make you sharper, they help with memory they potentially help with neurogenesis. You care about closing that big deal or being successful on that launch. It's not just about exercising for these endorphins. It's also about exercising to keep your brain function sharp. Whoa, that's big. I think that could
1: sell a lot of us. We're like, okay,
0: we're listening. So you want to be sharper, right? You want to be sharper and smarter and more resilient. When you have healthy skeletal muscle, your resiliency not just your physical resiliency, but your mental resiliency increases. And very tactically, why does that matter? Because we are in a world that potentially is very chaotic. And skeletal muscle is a currency that requires you to put in work. It is a currency that cannot be sold, cannot be traded for, cannot be bargained for. And who you become as you build skeletal muscle, will actually be able to translate to how you operate in daily life. Whoa. that's a big deal. That I do think this is a good argument here. Like I, I'm, I'm paying attention in a new way. Okay, it, I mean it, it's so important. It's so yes. important. And also, if you were to get sick, skeletal muscle is your body armor. Okay, and that's that right there is incredibly important. Yeah, critical. Now you're asking. How are we going to optimize skeletal muscle? Yes. you're going. Well, it's going to be two things. Dietary protein, which definitely gets a bad rap in the nutrition space, dietary protein, and resistance training. And Amy, you and I have trained. We've trained with the girls. And yeah. it could be anything. It can be body weight. You could start with body weight. You can start with lighter weights. It doesn't matter. But resistance training, in my mind, is irreplaceable. It is an irreplaceable proverbial hack. And that becomes really important as we think about how we're going to age and how we're going to be able to show up for our families and for our business. And that can be a super easy. A takeaway would be start two to three days a week. Resistance exercise, 10 so sets for muscle So does that mean weights? Group. When you it say resistance be, weights, what else could it mean? It could be squats. It could be push-ups. It could be body weight. It could be bands. We don't have to make it very difficult. And in fact, if you are sitting at your computer working away because you've got a 12-hour day for this next launch, or if the listener has this launch coming up, they could literally get up, do 10 air squats, do three 10-minute walks, and now you're improving skeletal muscle health just by doing those simple things. Okay. So you could start small for sure. Yeah. And that's the magic
1: of muscle. Okay. Love that. And then, okay, I really want to talk to you about food because when you say protein, this is totally like I'm jumping ahead for a second. But I saw you on another podcast, the His and Her Podcast with Skinny Confidential, and you said that collagen does not count as my daily protein. And <laughs> have I you tried- been using collagen as your daily protein? Yes. So have I you try- really? Yes, I try to get at least a hundred grams of protein a day or more. That is my Amazing. goal. Okay. And I wasn't doing that for a very long time. And I recently lost a lot of weight and I lost a lot of my hair because I wasn't getting, I believe it's because I wasn't getting enough protein. So my vanity freaked me out more than anything. And I'm like, wait a second here. So anyway, I started focusing on protein and it was, it's like 20 grams of my
0: hundred. So first of all, why, why not? Why doesn't it get to count? What a great question. First of all, your skin looks amazing. So Thank I would you. say first and foremost, keep that collagen in Okay. because collagen can be really beneficial for hair, skin, nails, but definitely not for muscle. Mm, and here is I why. Okay. It has a protein score of zero. But it says on the package, it says it has protein in it. Isn't that confusing? Yes. It actually has a protein score of zero. It is very, very, very low in some of the essential amino acids necessary for muscle and devoid of tryptophan, which is another amino acid. Mm. In essence, its protein score is zero. Okay. But is it beneficial for other things? Yes. Now, what do I think you should do? I think you should add in an extra 20 grams of dietary protein and an additional scoop of collagen. Let's talk making sales. With quarter four
1: goals looming, can you believe it's almost quarter four? One piece of software that might solve a lot of your needs is an all in one CRM that helps execute, automate, and stay focused. So with the new HubSpot sales hub, your data and the tools and your team are all visible inside of a customer relationship management platform that keeps data squeaky clean and encourages endless integration. So everything starts talking to each other. So we're talking smarter sequences, seamless handoffs, and smoother workflows. One single place where you can send emails, answer questions, close deals, and accomplish everything on your to-do list. Plus, AI-powered tools like predictive forecasting help your whole team streamline a ton of manual tasks. The best part, it's easy to use. It gives you a simple and powerful view into every aspect of your business. With Sales Hub, generating revenue becomes easier. Try the world's smoothest CRM at hubspot.com slash sales. Okay, I could do that, but I want you to tell us what, what are some great options for protein? Because... All I see myself doing is eating a bunch of chicken breasts and it just grosses me out over time. I, like what, are, what are some of my options?
0: I, I can appreciate that. If we were to think about the foundation of health from a dietary perspective, it would really be protein. And okay. there, when we think about protein, we think about high quality and lower quality proteins. This is purely based on biological numbers. So for example, a collagen would be considered a low quality protein. Okay. The listener is probably thinking, well, how can I figure out what that's going to be? Yeah. High quality protein would be exactly what you said. It would be a chicken, maybe it's eggs, whey protein, beef, turkey, any kind of animal-based product would be considered a high quality protein.
1: Okay. A lower
0: quality protein would be a quinoa or a soy or something from a plant source. Now, the next question people typically think is, how do I actually design a diet? I'm a very busy entrepreneur. I don't have time for this. I don't want to think about it. I'm going to eliminate any thinking about putting together a nutrition plan that really optimize, optimizes body composition and brain function. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. And I go through this all in my book. I have three tracks, one for longevity, one for weight loss, and one for actually muscle hypertrophy. Oh, that nice. first meal of the day yeah. where most entrepreneurs fast till 11 or noon, many of the entrepreneurs that I've worked with have fasted. I would say stop fasting. Whoa. Stop Talk fasting. that. Why? Stop fasting because as an entrepreneur, there's two things that we really need to think about. We need to think about how do we create a plan and a way of living that is just as organized as their work. Okay. There's no chaotic eating. It's not that you're pushing your meals back. You're going to eat within one to two hours of waking up. You are coming after out of an overnight fast. Your muscle is primed for amino acids or high quality proteins. You'll stimulate that tissue. And that first meal should be 30 to 50 grams of dietary protein. Okay. And people are thinking, well, what's that? It's around four ounces of your gross chicken breast, or maybe it's five eggs, or maybe it's six egg whites, or it's a protein shake. It could be non fat Greek yogurt. It doesn't have to be complicated.
1: Okay. Getting
0: protein in that first meal is really critical. The other thing that it does is it improves satiety. So, one of the, the things about being an entrepreneur is they're hyper focused and oftentimes not aware of their weaknesses. That show up routinely, right? There are points of vulnerability. And I just want to put this in context. After someone has a big event or a big launch or does a podcast or something that they experience as intense, there is a predictable point of vulnerability. What do people do during this predictable point of vulnerability? Quite a few things, but they are all vice use. For example, you're going for that cake, maybe you're going for more caffeine, maybe you're going shopping and picking a new bag. It's very predictable as to when you reach a high, that subsequent low can often show up as food, right? Mm. You'll, and then over time, if you create that behavior, it really erodes self-esteem and self-confidence and this sense of worthiness. If you anchor your first meal of the day there's evidence to show that you are much less likely to reach for a vice at that second meal or later on in the day and that's okay. predictable
1: that's powerful right there because i think a lot of people listening do intermittent fasting it's a very popular in the entrepreneurial space as it you is. probably know and so you're saying the first 2 hours we're going to eat some protein, 30 to 50 grams, you said. Yes. And we've got lots of options that
0: you gave us. How do you feel about cottage cheese? I think it's great. Okay, great. Yeah, so I'll say one, one, one more thing is that people can fast, but push that fast earlier. Oh. Because the reason that. is is when you're eating too close to bed, it can disrupt sleep. Mm. And sleep is so critical for brain function. And it's actually really critical for muscle mass. There's evidence to suggest that individuals that don't sleep, for example, if they're going through buds or which is a SEAL training course or any kind of sleep deprivation, it actually impacts skeletal muscle. There's a decrease in, in muscle protein synthesis. And again, we're not talking about muscle for this idea of looking good naked, which is helpful, but really as a pinnacle of health and wellness. And that's why we care about muscle. And that's why we care about doing the strategies to keep muscle healthy over the long term because as we age, that tissue changes and those changes can be offset with some of the simple tasks that I'm asking you to do like front load your dietary protein at that first meal. Easy.
1: So tell me this. If someone's listening and they grab your book and they go through your protocol and they're starting to eat more protein and they're getting it in early and all the good stuff and they're starting to work out in the ways that you talked about, What are some results that they can expect to see or feel? And like, how long would it take them to start feeling better?
0: If they get their nutrition together appropriately, they will start to feel more energy and better blood sugar regulation at that first meal. Whoa. By that first meal, you will feel better. Within a week to two weeks, you will start to see fat loss as opposed to just... Oftentimes, you lose muscle when you diet. And again, we are just altering. I'm not even asking you to reduce your caloric intake. You'll do that naturally by improving dietary protein. But dietary protein, we talk about it for muscle, but protein is actually made up of 20 different amino acids. And those are the building blocks of protein. And those different amino acids, there's 20 different ones, they each do and have individual roles in the body. For example, tryptophan is important for serotonin, which is for mood. Phenylalanine is important for dopamine. We've all heard about dopamine. Dopamine, threonine is important for gut health. So while I'm selling you on muscle health, what I'm really selling you on is strategies so that you can optimize all body systems. And that's what you end up doing when you shoot for muscle health. For sure. Absolutely. And
1: you mentioned something that I want to go back to, and that's energy levels. So obviously coffee can be a crutch for many of us looking for like that jolt of energy in the afternoon, but what are some ways that we can explore when it comes to gaining
0: more energy and maintaining it? Exercise. Exercise is such an easy, fast thing to do,
1: but why getting does outside-
0: exercise give you more energy? Why, why is that? Because it improves mitochondria. Mitochondria, that's the powerhouse of the cell. And the majority of mitochondria, it's in skeletal muscle. If you want to have more energy and you want to combat aging, then you have to take care of muscle health from an energy perspective. And that's easy. So what I would typically recommend is get up and go outside. Get up, go outside, go for a walk. You entrain your circadian rhythm. You set yourself up for Exposure to light and then end up going to bed on time, getting deeper sleep. These are, again, simple strategies, but having more energy, which is what everybody wants. The more healthy muscle mass you have, the healthier your mitochondria, the more energy you're going to have.
1: Okay. So, right there. And for me, I've talked a lot about this on the podcast my mental health, my anxiety, my depression. I absolutely know that when I move my body, that decreases for sure. So it's going to help with your physical body and your mental health as well, just to get out there and start moving your body. It is one thing that I don't love, but I love when it's over because I feel fantastic. So I'm glad that you brought that up. Now on the show, I've talked a lot about, and you know this about me as well, that I've really struggled with my weight on and off. And so Because I've struggled so much with my weight from a very young age, getting into entrepreneurship, having to show up on video at so many different weights, to be quite honest, over the last 14 years, it's embarrassing and it really affected my confidence for a very long time. And so I think that there's some people listening right now, I know there are because they tell me that they're not showing up in a big way. They're on the sidelines of their business because of how they feel and how they look. And so, and it's such a sad, sad thing that we do because we're depriving the world of our value and how much we could serve people. And so what would be maybe a little bit of words of encouragement for those that might be in the same place that I was, that they're on the sidelines and they're not showing up due to how they feel or how they look?
0: Well, first of all, I can appreciate that struggle. And when you think about embarking on any nutrition plan or any wellness plan, It's really never about what you have to lose.
1: Mm.
0: It's all about what you actually have to gain. And what you have to gain is when you work towards gaining muscle. So this is totally shifting the paradigm. When people think about weight loss, it becomes very discouraging. It becomes very shame-promoting and people want to hide. That is something that can defeat, like you said, somebody's inner confidence. By shifting the focus on thinking about how you want to show up and what you have to gain in health and wellness, for example, who you have to become to go to the gym, to put on skeletal muscle mass, the resiliency and the discipline and the pride that comes along with just showing up and executing off of a plan just like you would in business allows you to build confidence. You cannot expect yourself to have confidence of something that you haven't done yet. For example, one of the things that patients really struggle with is going to the gym or feeling embarrassed of starting a new program or I'm embarrassed again because I'm on another diet. I would strongly suggest you question those thoughts because if you believe those thoughts, those thoughts only do one thing. And that is absolutely derail you And keep you shackled to an old belief. The idea of putting in place and simply taking actions just like you would for your business, one foot in front of the other, thinking about what you have to gain as you go through this process is much more empowering because it doesn't have to be hard. And when you rest assured that you've put in the effort, results will follow. Yeah. They will follow.
1: It's so true. And one of the things that it's hard to grasp, and it wasn't something I've always done, obviously, because of my struggles, but I want to encourage people and almost dare you to start putting your health and your wellness, mental wellness, physical wellness ahead of your business. And I know like I'm speaking to a doctor, you're going to agree to that all day long. However, the, those who are listening their business, there's, they're trying to get it up and running. They're giving their everything they've got. They're trying to leave behind a nine-to-five job and become their own boss. So they have left the nine-to-five job. So this has to work because they've already left. There's so much on the line that it feels all-consuming. And then you've got to be a mom or a dad or, and be there for your family so that the health stuff gets literally put to the bottom of the list. But I've realized over the last year, if I put it at the top of the list, all that other stuff becomes so much easier
0: to deal with. Isn't That's that incredible? what I was saying
1: earlier. Isn't yeah, that incredible?
0: And it is. When we think about time, I would challenge you to actually kick up your training.
1: Kick okay. Up
0: the, and here's why. When you become very disciplined, there's a lot less space that you have for things that are on the fringe or unnecessary. Ooh, tell me more. What do you mean? One of the things is that I... You know that saying that if you give something to the busiest person that if you really want something done give it to the busiest person you know.
1: Yeah, good point. Right. Yeah.
0: That is the same for physical fitness and health and wellness. If you kick it up a notch and you say I'm going to train an hour a day and people are saying an hour a day, I don't have that time. But if you commit to a structure and you say, I'm going to train for an hour a day, and then I'm going to go for three 10-minute walks, and then I'm going to do some kind of outside activity, people are thinking, oh my gosh, you've just taken three hours out of my day. And maybe it doesn't have to be three hours, maybe it's two where you're actually moving your body. You will be forced to become efficient and effective, you will sit down and you will become hyper-focused because you will not have the capacity to be scrolling on social media or to respond to 10 unread text messages. You are forced to become disciplined in a way that will challenge you. Again, the only way this works is if you commit to it and you uphold this integrity that you have now structured for yourself.
1: Okay. But that would be is powerful. That is powerful. That is powerful because it's so counterintuitive to what you'd think. So basically you're saying, I want you to move your body more, work out more, put more focus there, more time there, because it will make you more efficient in your business. And I actually 1 million percent agree with you and I've experienced it firsthand. But when our team moved to a four-day work week, so we work Monday through Thursday, I remember my good friend Brooke Castillo was saying, I was talking to her about it and I said, what if it doesn't work? And I'm so nervous because I don't want to give my team this opportunity then take it back if it doesn't work. And she said, if it doesn't work and your team is not as efficient, then go down to three days a week. I'm like, what? And she said, you don't need more time. You need more discipline and efficiency. And that's essentially what you're saying where When you force yourself to have to show up in those big ways because you don't have any room for error
0: or margin, I feel like that's when you show up as your best self. That's exactly right. And that's what I've seen time and time again with the entrepreneurs that I take care of. They have extremely busy lives. So what what do we do? And if we need to push their health to the next level, we add in an additional task, an additional physical task. And you know what happens? Something clicks and they become hyper-focused on the execution of it. Yes. And then they they can't stay up late just spending that extra 10 minutes watching a Netflix show. They have to go to bed at this time because they know they are waking up substantially earlier to get all of this stuff done. So it, it hyper-focuses everything and then all the marginal tasks fall away.
1: Uh, I really believe in that. I know a lot of people listening will not do that because it takes a lot of sacrifice and a lot of discipline. But those that do, get ready. Your life will absolutely change. Mine has And I think one of the best guides to everything that we're talking about here is your book. I'm very excited about this book. So tell people what it's all about, why
0: did you write it, and where they can go to get it. Yeah. So the book is called Forever Strong. And the concepts that we're talking about are all laid out in the book, plus a history, where we think, and how we think about nutrition. And it's very practical. It also has, so it's very practical when it comes to nutrition plans. It has three nutrition plans. It has recipes. It tells you exactly how to do it. It is evidence-based. I think that that's very important, especially if we are navigating somewhat of a chaos machine. That's very important. Also has workouts, workouts for the beginner and workouts for a intermediate individual. I've also created a whole workout library, by the way. I could never be a fitness influencer because I spent a couple days shooting 100 videos, which are all available for, oh, nice. you know, with the book. So that, that's amazing. The other component of the book is there's a lot of nutrition books out there and a lot of exercise books out there. But what this book has that I think is very special is that it has a mindset component. I'm not here just taking you through what to do, but I'm also going to teach you how to think about it, how to think about the things that you need to in order to get the results that you want. Mm -hmm. This book is for people who have yo-yo dieted their whole life, who want to age well, who want to not be at the mercy of what to do and are kind of in analysis by paralysis or or paralysis by analysis because they're so overwhelmed with the amount of information, this book will make you a more effective and efficient entrepreneur,
1: hands down. Hands down. Totally agree to that 100%. So the book is called Forever Strong. And also, where can they go to learn more about you if they're like, wait a
0: second, this girl's got some good stuff to say. I want to go check her out online. Where should they go? Yeah. So they should go to my website. And if... They go to my website, drgabrielleyon.com. There's a whole bunch of information about the book. There are some bonuses if an individual, i do not know sure exactly when this comes out, but for pre-order. So that is amazing. We're also gonna be doing an in-person event in January. Hoping you will be there. We have also a 30 gram recipe newsletter, by the way. Oh, so if so, I can get on your newsletter and get some ideas to how to get that protein in exactly. Exactly. Sign me
1: up. How am I not on that yet? I'm all about it.
0: (laughs) And we have a great newsletter that is free and has a ton of evidence based information with new uh, health and wellness stuff coming out. And that's just on my website. They can also find my show, I have the Dr. Gabrielle Lyon show which is top 10 in medicine in the U S pretty awesome. Yes. And, uh, let's see Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you name it on it all. All right. YouTube, Yeah.
1: Love it. Gabrielle. I'm so very lucky to call you a friend and a great mentor of mine on my health journey. So thank you so much for being here. I know my audience is going to get great value from your book forever strong. Go grab it. My friends, I'll be reading it along with you. And thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I hope you are feeling excited about diving in a little bit deeper to all the topics we talked about on the show. I will absolutely be reading Forever Strong. That's something that I think will add immense value to my life, and I hope you will too. And DM me. I'm just at Amy Porterfield on Instagram. If you grab the book and you start reading it and you learn some things that you're loving, will you DM me and share with me what you're learning? And I'll share with you what I'm learning as well because I think that – Sharing these ideas with each other as entrepreneurs will only make all of us better. So, I think my favorite part of the episode is when Gabrielle talked about the fact that actually the muscle can contribute to you focusing better and focus. I don't know if I'm, you know, just because I'm getting older or what, but I've struggled with like really focusing and losing my train of thought. However, the more protein I eat and the more I'm working out in the gym with weights, I've noticed that's not as much of an issue anymore. So when she said that, I'm like, yes, I I totally get it. Yes, that's exactly what I'm experiencing. So I'm excited to dive a little bit deeper with her, especially through her book. I highly recommend it. And I just hope that you got a lot of value from this. Remember, my friend, you are so worth it. Your time, energy, focus on you, your health. It's so worth it. And if it's something you've been struggling with, maybe now's the time to start taking baby steps to change that. And I hope you got a lot of value from this episode to help you do so. Thanks so much for tuning in. I can't wait to see you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.